Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Talking to America podcast. I'm here to talk about some news going on today. Ooh, there's a lot. Uh, so let's get this started. First of all, the election is still not decided, by the way, especially with all the evidence coming out with Dominion, <clears throat> all the fraudulent votes. Also, there is evidence that Joe Biden knew and allowed Hunter Biden to try to get money from China. Also, he got $3 million from the mayor of Moscow, which doesn't make any sense considering, and he worked for that company or hired by the company that he has no idea how the, you know, how to run an oil company, right? He has absolutely no idea. So, this leaves us to the conclusion that we need to step in and basically, oh, okay, so we've got uh, Epic Times echoing the China in focus. Oh, here we go. Uh, the WHO is set to go to Wuhan to investigate the origin of the CCP virus. And if they're going to be successful, um, that's kind of a scary thought. Ooh, okay, so Chinese army's shocking weakness exposed. U.S. charges Zoom's China base ex executive. Oh, boy. See, that's the thing. By the way, Zoom is run by China. They have access to all Zoom calls, and so it's a little scary. Uh, to think about that they basically are surveilling you 24 7 uh, whether it's on the streets zoom calls you, yeah you just don't know and it's it's very weird that yeah sorry i'm reading that yep china got exposed and then you've got uh Mayor de Blasio saying that he wants his mission is to distribute the wealth. Very idiotic. You've got uh, Representative Maloney, oh, Maloney, under cyber attack from, I'm pretty sure, yeah, China. China uh, compromised there. <laughs> So, The Blaze, sorry, that last one was from Epic Times. Uh, the other one was The Blaze with de Blasio. That was with The Blaze. The Blaze is also talking about Alabama cops stopped a uh, bootleg, a wine bootleg um, event. Kind of funny. You got the Epic Times talking about uh, strict lockdowns in California. Because, quote-unquote, the outbreak of the virus, right? Uh, and unfortunately, the Supreme Court, this is uh, echoed by Epic Times, but it's from beyond the noise, David. We've got, yeah, they, they failed to uphold justice when they should have never denied that uh, case from Texas, which, by the way, they're coming back. 
that te- that case with Texas is coming back. So more from Tucker Carlson about the vaccine and how this thing is 99.9% survival rate. Uh, This was all staged. This was all planned. I mean, the stinking vaccine is 10 times, about five times, yeah, five times worse than the actual virus. Uh, By the time you get it the second time, you are so scared after 20 days of being sick, not feeling good, things aren't going the way that they're supposed to go. And, um, like, I was talking with someone today in the car and she was like, yeah, these doctors were all being told that make everyone a, make everyone a COVID death and the, and we'll pay you $37,000 or $34,000 a death. Um, that's pretty, that's a pretty big, uh, motivation to lie. So we gotta be careful. We gotta be careful who we listen to, we have to be careful how many people we affect with our words. Now, uh, we've got another echo from the Epic Times from Facts Matter. And they're really, when we really look at what's going to happen, we know that Trump's going to win. When Trump wins, the left is going to riot. So the question is, if Trump will invoke the Insurrection Act and put in martial law for certain states. Uh, there has been a signature audit. Um, there, there needs to be a signature audit, or there is a signature audit. And what we're probably going to see is a military lockdown in certain states. Funny enough, right? Funny enough. Things are going to be absolutely insane. Uh, it is of my opinion that things, after the election is over, after everything is decided, Trump will be in office because the Congress is going to vote him in. 26 people will choose from, from the House and uh, 26 will choose from the Senate. <clears throat> Yes, excuse me. It is very likely. It is very, very likely. And so I want to encourage everyone that let's just wait it out. Let's wait till the 6th. Let's see what those votes all say. Okay, Sean Hannity uh, from Fox News was talking about that (laughs) the Democrats' own committee committee Denied AOC's key position after she called for new leadership. And she's referring to getting rid of older, uh, the traditionalists, right? She's talking about, she's talking about um, very crazy things. Like, we should get rid of the right, left. We should get rid of the, the people that we have in already and put my people in. I'm like, frick that, no, please. I, I like traditional liberals. I really do. I like, tra- not liberals, sorry. Traditional Democrats. They're good. <clears throat> traditional Democrats are good people. They just, they're being taken over by their crazy leftists. All right. Prager University. Talking about the exodus from California. 
uh, Elon Musk's entire uh, reason, talking about the why, why did he leave? And the reason why is because the left squeezed the money, they squeezed his resources, they basically told him you can't work, you can't, uh, you can't produce an electric car. Let's think about that. No carbon emissions, and you can't produce an electric car. Yeah, very, very dumb. These people are very. <laughs> These people are very, very stupid in, in uh, government, certain, you know, California. And it sucks because he came here to Texas and immediately came out with like, I don't know, two, three projects that he's going to start working on here. Oh, and by the way, he gets the government basically, they don't pay him, but they give him tax write offs for all his businesses and for all the people he employs. So coming to Texas, oh, and he doesn't have a tax, uh, state income tax here in Texas. So if we all look at this, Texas and all the rights, the states that are, you know, uh, not far right, I should say, but, you know, traditional right, they are all thriving during COVID. Actually, matter of fact, business shot up. I did an interview today. I got a, the job. Um, actually, I got a management position. I'm kind of like, ooh, this is cool. Uh, so. And it's, it's really not management. It's really I help run a team and uh, I serve the team. That's basically what I do. I serve my team and help them out. That's, that's what that if you really, by the way, we'll talk about this later tonight um, in, the, in the topics. If you really want to know which states thrived the whole time during COVID, it's the ones that didn't lock down or lock down for like a month and a half. And then they got back up on their feet. And you're seeing it. You're seeing it all over the place. And it's very, very obvious with all the hypocrisy that this was planned out. That they're not afraid of the virus. They're not afraid of dying, these hypocrites. Matter of fact, over 820,000 signatures have been collected to remove Gavin Newsom, Governor Gavin Newsom. Uh, from office, it, it it's blaringly obvious. This is going to happen to every state that's still in lockdown or that was in lockdown. I mean, <laughs> until recently. I'm laughing because we in Texas got mad. We in Texas got mad at, at the simple idea of... Oh, you want to shut us down? You you want to you want to bring our bars down to twenty five percent capacity? Uh, no, no, we don't take that. We don't take it. It's hilarious. It's absolutely hilarious. Um, so so I want to just end the news with this: is that guys, people are waking up. America is a giant. The people, the Americans are. A sleeping giant and they have been woken up and it's not looking too good for our friends that uh, don't follow the Constitution is looking very very bad <laughs> for them because they're realizing oh crap we just woke a sleeping giant and and they deserve it they deserve whatever the state says uh, in other American news, uh, the last episode of The Mandalorian came out, or season two came out. 
I loved it. I absolutely loved it. I was actually very excited. The I won't spoil it if any of you haven't seen it, but you know who hasn't. It, it's it's really Disney stepped up, or at least Dave Filoni and Dave Filoni and John Favreau. They really stepped up, and I and I I didn't doubt it. That's the thing. I didn't doubt that they'd step up because. I've watched their work. I've seen the Clone Wars. I've seen so much of their work. And I'm just like, uh, this is awesome. This is great. Um, sorry, I'm reading this post. When the vet with the dad bod and outdated kit shows up out of nowhere and just starts smoking uh, dudes. And this, and then heavy breathing, is the way. Um, <laughs> speaking of the Mandalorian, man, that show, that show, it, it's, it gives a lot of hope. It gives a lot of hope that there's still good in Hollywood. There's still certain individuals, certain, uh, there are people in Hollywood that can still make stuff without being extremely political. And I think The Mandalorian is a great example. Marvel's also a pretty good example for the most part. So that's my non-political news for today. Uh, just to kind of step away from that for a little bit. Um, man, I, I think that's pretty much it for the news. Now... Uh, we're going to talk about Amendment 12. So, my friends, there is a lot going in on. Uh, there are seven sections to, to Amendment 12. So, I think we gave, yeah, we're giving plenty of time. All right, Section 1. The electors must meet in their uh, respective states and vote by ballot for president and vice president. They may not vote for a president and a vice president who are both from the same state as the electors. Uh, so I don't think we've ever had that problem where we elected from the same state. Uh, not that I know of, because, you know, it's in the Constitution <laughs> and we still follow it. The American, let's be honest, the American people still follow the Constitution. A lot of them do. There's just like 20 to 25 percent who don't. and We have to suffer for it. And it sucks. But we as Americans can step up. Anyway, uh, they must name in one... Oh, this is section two. They must name in one set of ballots the person they voted for as president. And in a different set of ballots, the person they voted for as vice president. They must make separate lists of all the persons they voted for as... Oh, for, voted for as president. And of all persons they voted for as vice president. The number who, of votes for each... They must sign these lists and certify that they are correct and send them sealed to the Senate. Oh, President of the Senate. This, man, I wish we still did this. I wish we just did this because this would, this would clear so much up that we, if we didn't vote for our president and if the Senate and the House voted for our president, it would clear things. It would absolutely. You know why? Because Republicans or slash constitutionalists 
Because right now, it's becoming blaringly obvious after what happened the other day with all the uh, Biden's administration coming out, calling the whole right efforts. And they're just calling us names for no apparent reason. Guys, we're just constitutionalists. We're patriots. We just want to be able to go about our lives without the government being in our back looking at us and, and like, oh, you did that wrong. Oh, you did this wrong. Oh, yeah, this rule, this rule, this rule. Tax, 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 tax. No representation. We're just going to tax you because we have our agenda. Uh, by the way, that is exactly what the left is planned if they get into the presidency. They are going to tax the living crap out of us. All right. Uh, section three. The president of the Senate must open all the certificates in the presence of the Senate and the House of Representatives. And the votes must then be counted. The person receiving the greatest number of votes for president will become the president as long as he or she receives a majority of the total number of electors. This has got to come back. We have to either do this or we have to do paper ballots because the machines are fraudulent. They've been fraudulent probably since 2004, 2006. Um, there's a reason why Hillary was so pissed off. There's a reason why Obama got elected and didn't really uh, worry for those two years. Or sorry, those two elections. It was until this, it was until this election where they blatantly, blatantly used fraud. And we have evidence all over the place. This is why we need to go back to Amendment 12. So. Uh, section four, if no person receives a majority, then the person, oh, sorry, then the House of Representatives must immediately elect the president by ballot. They must choose him or her for the three persons with the highest number of votes. In choosing the president, the votes must be taken by states, and each state will have one vote. A quorum for this purpose will consist of at least one member from two-thirds of the states and a majority of all the states must be necessary for the election to be final. So what if we did this today? If we had all 50 states elect and they went in and they and they voted for whoever the majority is, right? Whoever they want, the majority would um, vote for who they want. That's it's it's that simple. And I wish we we need to go back to that. All right. Section 5 is actually a possibility, by the way. Uh, Amendment 12, Section 5. If the president-elect <laughs> dies before the beginning of his or her term, so noon of January 20th, then the, the vice president-elect will become his or her term. Or if the president-elect is not qualified, then the vice president-elect will act as president until a qualified president is chosen. By the way... If the left gets their way, Kamala Harris will be the president and she will choose a new vice president. It is that simple. She, uh, knowing how they want it so bad that they want her as president, this is how they're going to play it out. They're going to be like, well, we don't follow Amendment 12, uh, Section 5 anymore. So I think we're going to, uh, Omar, you can be our vice president now. Or Whitmer. Seriously, they will do that. That is how the left thinks. That's how the left is. They twist the rules to their favor. And if it's not in their favor, well, then they throw a fit until it's in their favor. 
It's that simple. All right, section six. In case neither a president-elect nor a vice president-elect qualifies, Congress may provide for this bylaw. Then this law will determine who will act as president or the way in which the acting president will be selected. This person will act as president until a qualified president or vice president is chosen. Very simple. Um, we will probably end up where, if it is Kamala Harris and, and Biden, one Trump will be impeached. I mean, sorry, Biden will be impeached. He will probably be exited out. Kamala Harris would become president. Then she would be impeached, and then she would be exited out. And then they'd have to choose a new president and vice president, which would uh, Secretary of State and uh, I think it's Secretary of Defense is the next one on the line. It's a it's a wonderful. Uh, sorry, not Secretary. Sorry, sorry. Uh, uh, Speaker of the House. Speaker of the House. Ooh, that's scary. If it's Pelosi, uh, it'd be Speaker of the House and uh, Secretary of the State would be the President and Vice President. All right. The person receiving the greatest number of votes for vice president will become the vice president. Okay. This is section seven. This is the last section. As long as he or she receives a majority of the total number of electors. If no person receives a majority, then the Senate must choose a vice president for the two persons of the highest number of votes. A quorum for this purpose consists of two-thirds of the total number of the senators and a majority of the total number will be necessary for the election to be final. If a person is not elect, uh, eligible under the Constitution to be president of the United States, that person will not be eligible for the vice president either. So we've we actually seen this before in 1876, where the votes were split up. The votes were, or sorry, not 18, it was 1786. <laughs> Or 1789. My gosh, there's a lot of dates. Um, this, this has happened twice. I think 1806 as well, or 18. Yeah, 1806. And then they had to decide in 1807, right? January of 1807. So what that is is a timeout. Exactly what happened. Where, in that case, the vice president, the president. Uh, this was back when Congress would vote, right? Congress would vote these people in. And, and um, it's like, man, we're kind of split. We're like split, uh, either split right down the middle or we're so dang close that we're just going to have to do either a re-election or we're going to have to bring... Yeah, for the president, it's going to be in the House, right? It's going to be in the House of Representatives. The president is going to either be elected or not elected. It depends. And then the vice president is chosen in the chosen in the Senate. So what we deal with is a decorum of... You end up... Okay, maybe there's four candidates on the ballot. And... You got to really get in there to choose those two. And that's how that works. Whoever gets the two thirds in the Senate gets to be vice, and two thirds in the House, they become president. It's that simple. Now it's that might come that might come up with the the 
coming in president. We don't know if it's Biden. We don't know if it's going to be Trump. We really don't know. Now, the evidence is blaringly showing that there's been fraud. So they might just say, hey, here's all the evidence. Here's all the video. Here's all the uh, smartware. Here's all the Dominion vote machines. Here's all the calculations. Here's where the fraud is, how the fraud works. Uh, we did a forensic right uh, after the executive order in 2018 that Trump put in. They might have to use that. It's rough. It's really rough for the Democrats because they don't think long term. Trump was. Trump was thinking about elections to come. That, hey, we don't like this technology. This technology is fraudulent. We can't use it anymore. We have to get rid of it. And he tried. But what happened was a lot of these states didn't even bid on what machine to use. They were actually paid. A lot of these people that were cho that chose the tech they were like, hey, we'll give you a kickback. We'll, we'll give you a kickback for using our tech, which, by the way, is illegal for a governor or a secretary of state to get a kickback on a product uh, that's government-affiliated. So, <laughs> in conclusion, this election will probably be decided in Congress, just straight up. I think that's where everything's heading. All right, let's be done with the politics for tonight. Or the Constitution was great. I'm sorry. Just there's there's been so much stuff going on today in the news, and then with work and uh, interview. Interview went great. I mean, man, I'm so excited to be able to serve those guys and be able to uh, go over there and work over there. And I think it'll make my life a little different. I'm going to start recording a little earlier in the day. I'll have like three hours in the middle of the day or more. Hey, or more. I just got to fill my day, right? I just got to fill my day. So let's get into JAT365. Inspired, just for you. In case no one else has told you today. Wait. I think so. Yeah, you can do it. Whatever it is that you've been struggling to overcome or achieve, or simply believe in, you can do it. So the question today is, what would encourage you? And this morning, it was early, man. It was like, what, I think 6, 6.10, when I did this. I was like, man, uh, okay. Uh, and I, by the way, I'm a morning person, so doing this podcast that night, th I'm glad to be able to switch over starting Tuesday, I think I'll, I'll switch over. Um, I think for me, it's just hearing I'm making the right decisions in life, and I have the ability to make the habits to get the results I want. If I just hear that, guys, if I just hear that often, that, hey, you're making the right decisions. You're you're doing the right thing. You know, I'm asked, sometimes I'll ask certain people, like, hey, how did I do? Like, am I doing this right? And are my habits good? Is there something that I need to change? Um, as I said, that's one of my weaknesses is asking. <laughs> it's, it's one of my weaknesses to consistently ask, how am I, am 
I doing all right? Am I doing good? How am I doing? Am I doing good? Ha- am I making good decisions? Am I putting in good habits? And sometimes I don't. Sometimes there's good habits. Sometimes there's bad. Um, actually, sorry. Most of my habits are good. There are some bad habits I need to break. Um, nothing illegal, guys. It's just uh, mental. It's a lot of guys. That's what it is. It's a bunch of mental habits. Habits are very mental. And it can cause emotional, you know, there can be an emotional issue that, that arises because you're trying new things. Um, we talked about how this, you know, you're unconsciously incompetent and then you become consciously incompetent and then you become consciously competent and then you become unconsciously competent, right? Well, it's the same with your emotions. Your emotions are up and down, up and down, up and down, up and down, up and down. But sometimes when you get into these habits, it becomes your, your emotions become that way. They're down, right? Uh, I don't want to do this. This sucks. This is bad. This feels bad. It's not that it's bad. It's just it feels bad. This feels bad, right? You're going down. You're, and then you're at your lowest point, right? Oh my gosh, this is hard. This is just not what I expected. And then we go into this consciously competent state where it's like, you know what? It's hard, but I'm actually pretty good at it now. It it depends on what it is and how it works. These habits, right? We're, We're creatures of habit. But then you become unconsciously competent. So you don't even get an emotional response, uh, usually, if you're unconsciously competent. You just, you're automatic. You're like, oh yeah, yeah, it's just a habit. Yep. I've been doing this every day. I've been just, I can do this every day. Whether it's working out, whether it's in sales, whether it's dealing with people, whether it's helping people, whether it's serving on your family, whether it's your relationship with the spouse or relationship with the kids. Um, I have four younger brothers. (laughs) I have two parents. Um, Things are almost now that I'm, you know, older, they're almost unconscious. They're they're like consciously competent, right? I'm on that sort where I can talk to them. I can with my parents as if they're friends. I can talk to my brothers as if we're colleagues or or uh, we don't, you know, we don't argue that much. We don't fight that much. Um, matter of fact, <laughs> my brother Matt is my workout teacher. He's, he helps me with my routines, um, which, by the way, it's a very interesting experience having your younger brother be your workout coach and just say, you know what? He, he's good in this department. He knows what he's doing. Like today, we were, it was leg day. It was a little frustrating for me. It hurt really bad. Um, my thighs, gluteus minimus and gluteus maximus in my calves. They were really, they hurt. They're kind of sore. I'm going to probably feel it in the morning. Um, but thank God that I have a good relationship with my brother, Matt, because I, I'm so glad I can just humble myself to him and say, you know what? I want to stay in shape. I want to live a long life. I want to have kids. I want to have a family and a wife. I want to be there physically, mentally, emotionally, healthy, in a healthy way. I want to be able to serve them. I want to be able to be present 
So that's emotionally, right? You need to be emotionally competent <clears throat> and know when you need help. Sometimes that takes counseling. Sometimes that takes therapy. It depends. Mental, that's a, that is a thing that sometimes your diet, that's a big thing. If your diet screwed up, I found that you get screwed up emotionally, spiritually, and uh, mentally because you're, you're not there. Physically, because I'll get arthritis. See, that's another part of my history is pre-arthritis at 13. Um, you know, I ignored it for a long time. And then it got really bad, guys. Like gout. We're talking gout every six months. Uric acid. Stuff like that. Um, I, was de- <laughs> I was definitely unconsciously incompetent of my health until recently. Probably about, I'd say... Oh gosh, the process started back, I'm trying to think because of my group, that's kind of when it started, when I started getting conscious about, you know, I need to eat better, or I need to take care of myself better, probably, oh, you know what, it was December of last year, oh my gosh, it's been a year already, wow, it was December of last year when I had gout and I couldn't do anything, and I was at my aunt and uncle's house, I realized, this sucks. I became consciously aware of like, whoa, this really sucks that I can't do this stuff and it's holding me back. And it took me, it probably took me another, gosh, um, seven months before I really got serious. Like really, really got serious about it. Like making sure I was doing the right things. And I do trip up. See, I'm not perfect about my diet. I just, I'm consistent. I'm consistently. So I I went into the stage. It took me about seven months to become consciously competent. I'm still not unconsciously competent, by the way. I'm very consciously like, okay, I'm going to eat this. I'm going to make sure that I pack a lunch, right? (laughs) I was very, very unconsciously incompetent about food. And, and making sure I was eating, uh, let's say for, gosh, seven, eight years until now. Here's the thing. I had to go through that journey. I had to go through the journey of it hurting so bad physically that I couldn't barely walk some days. And I couldn't work out. Oh, oh by the way, am I uric acid and, and my creatinine levels and my kidneys were getting worse? And covid you know what? It was COVID. COVID really caused me to be like, okay, I need to reevaluate this. This isn't right. This isn't good for me. So I'll leave you with this. Um, if if you if you need encouragement today, um, work towards. If you're working towards things that don't feel good, if you're working towards things that, you know, it doesn't feel good now. It's taking a lot of mental effort. Keep working at it because you're going to become unconsciously competent eventually. It's just habits are built. It takes a good solid, I'd say it takes a good solid year to become unconsciously competent in something. And what I mean by that is working at it every single day or at least six, five, I'd say four. You need it basically. You need to work at something more days in a week than less. So more than four. 
Certainly more than four days in a week. So, um, yeah, that's that's all I can tell you is create habits. Work at those habits. I encourage you to make good choices and have good habits. You know what? We, yeah, we're creatures of habit. That's all we are. Every decision we make is either by habit, which is, by the way, most decisions we make is unconscious confidence. We just, we just do it. We just do it without even thinking. Driving, most of the time. Unconscious confidence. We just, we got a routine going. We got something going. We got, but then, you know, if you're not used to change, if you're not used to things being different, you're, you're, you go into fight or flight. You go into fight, flight, or freeze. And so, um, some people can handle that well. Some people can't. Uh, depends. Jocko Willings is probably the best example of someone to go to. Uh, if you listen to his podcast, if you watch, watch any of his videos, if you read any of his books, he talks a lot about getting unconsciously competent as soon as you can with something that's very hard. At first, of course. At first. And he talks about that. He talks about how his Navy experience and his business experience. He runs a company, right, that helps other businesses. Financial services. It's exactly the same thing. You just jump into it and you become competent. You become very efficient at what you do uh, through practice. Practice makes progress, not perfect. Our world in the U.S. sees perfection way too much. Way too much, guys. The United States is probably the worst of it. Uh, um, sorry, not the U.S. Uh, I'd, say, <laughs> I'd say Britain and other countries are way worse about uh, discipline. They're good about discipline. Sorry. A lot of countries are good about discipline. They're about Habits, routines, whatnot, right? Traditions. The U.S. is probably the worst when it comes to building new habits, having traditions, having habits, having things that you do on a daily basis. Time blocking. <laughs> I was doing the interview and I was like, man, um, I'm good at time blocking. I can get up at six in the morning. I can start working at uh, a certain time and I can stop. I can go do something else for a certain amount of time. And then I can go do something else for a certain amount of time. And then just, just time blocking. That's what time blocking is. And I think that's how habits work. You have to time block. You have to work at that habit. If you want, see this, this is if you want to be unconsciously competent, you have to work at a habit. You have to work at something, an action, an activity, a skill. If you want to learn something, you have to take some time. Hey, you might just listen to an audio book. You might just listen to a speaker. You might listen to someone who's really unconsciously competent at, at that, what you want. Uh, I've done that for years, 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 years. My gosh. Uh, my parents taught me that, that you listen to people who have what you want and you follow their instructions and create the habit. So I'll just encourage you with that. If you know someone, if you know something, if you if you know a book or, or an audio or 
a speaker you really like, listen to them. Get to know them. You may not be able to get to know them in person, but you know, listen to their audio, listen to their listen to their talk shows, listen to their podcast. That's how you can get to know very famous successful not famous, sorry. Very successful people. Usually that's how you get to know. Anyway, I'm going to end the episode and thank you all for listening. And there are several new <laughs> there are I know there are several new listeners to the show, so thank you for listening. All right, I'm going to leave you with that. And everyone have a good rest of your weekend. I think, yeah, weekend's here. And I'm going to be busy. I think I'll record tomorrow night. I'm trying to think. Either it's Sunday. I either record Sunday or I record tomorrow. I think it's going to be Sunday. Yep, we're going to record Sunday night. All right, here you go.